0: Don't you want to stay? Have a glass of lemonade. This week I had the pleasure to talk to Brandy Esther with Mahogany Pen Publishing. Y'all we had a great time. Brandy dropped some gems, and I hope you have your notepad and something to write with to catch all of this incredible insight she has. Enjoy. Before we jump into this episode, I want to thank our baddie sponsor of the week, Viola's Heritage Breads, a bread company that seeks to honor the contributions of unacknowledged people of color in food and celebrate where we're going. Less ingredients, more love. So head on over to their website, that's violasheritagebreads.com, V-I-O-L-A-S-H-E-R-I-T-A-G-E breads.com to get your bread today. Les a Hey y'all, we're back for another incredible episode with my Instagram bestie. Brandy. So I don't know if you knew my Instagram bestie because that's where we met, but uh yeah tell the tell the people a little bit more about you.
1: Yes. Well I'm just grateful to be here in this moment. My name is Brandy I think when you describe me or just who I am, I would say I'm a savant of many things, but most importantly, I am a Black woman. Mm. I am a creative, and I'm just out here trying to change our community one venture at a time. And I think sometimes as a community, our creativity can be kind of boxed in. But the thing I love most about my personality is I allow myself to be creative in any space that I'm that I'm in. I am the founder of Mahogany Pen Publishing. So that's super, super exciting Um, and also an educator and just out here. (laughs)
0: Mm, I love that. When you say creative, like what comes to mind? If you could paint a picture of what creative means to you, like what would that picture look like?
1: When I think of the word creative, I think of a person who shares with their community through words, through art, through ideas. I'm a creative of ideas Mm -hmm. um, based on experiences, based on what's happening. So that can be in a schoolhouse. That could be me creating poetry as an author. That could be me assisting authors on their journey to make sure that they feel inspired and are able to inspire others or also just being here. This is a space of creativity and a space where we're uplifting one another. So I think any space that allows us to shine or to celebrate the arts of who we are is creativity.
0: Mm, that's powerful. Celebrate the art of who we are. Come on, Brandy, you better be poet. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen. How do you help artists or people who may not even think of themselves as artists and creatives, like tap into those creative, uh, that creative side?
1: Thank you. So when I think about being a person, how do I tap into it? I think about friendships. I build authentic relationships with people that allow us to connect. And I feel like people... Social media is a blessing and a curse, right? Because of social media, I'm able to connect with you. But how I use that connection is what's most powerful. Not everyone can just meet someone on social media and have a whole conversation. Some people are like, this is just not my jizz. But I say that me learning how to communicate and listen to other people's dreams, hopes, and aspirations allows me to see where, hey, how can I use my skill set to help them and help our community be better. When I think about the journey of publishing, um, specifically, we have different sectors of publishing. So you have your traditional publishing, and I'm really honing in because we're helping you create your vision um, through that. But with assisted self-publishing, it's us providing you a service of helping you allow your dreams to come true Mm -hmm. in that way. And you're more guiding the conversation. Um, I have people who need help with writing. Like, I mean, from the start, I have writing workshops with them every week to help them create their written narrative of how they want to share it. I have some people who need, just like the editors, our editors and teams of editors help them to edit their manuscript or their thoughts and to rearrange it to be in a way that is organic. Um, But also I think the process, it is with our team, we have graphic designers, we have editors. Um, This is not just a me, it is the team of Mahogany Pen allows authors the ability to feel supported and allowing their journeys to come to fruition.
0: Mm, I like that. So you mentioned a couple of things around that connection. Well, building relationships. I feel like that is the foundation and the bedrock of it. The connection piece, guidance, writing, and also something I pulled out, you didn't say specifically, but it's storytelling and just Mm -hmm. like having the opportunity to tell their stories and to have that support on like the editing side.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I think it's important um, when we talk about relationships, right? I think that for me, when you think about Mahogany pen being, it's only 4% of publishers are of color mm-hmm. and 1% are Black women. So when we're talking about statistics, you know that that means that 1 in 300 in the space are going to be of color and definitely to look like me as a Black woman. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. What does that look like? That means that I need to understand how to connect with other people outside of this, Mm. outside of our race, but as a vessel. Mm. What does that look like? And I feel like my connection is because our stories aren't being told. Like no one's telling our stories. Like I sat down as an educator for years and I've been in various positions from teachers to curriculum writers, to principal. And in those positions, I am assuming that I am doing my best, right? I'm Mm -hmm. always doing my best to put children first. But when you recognize that the systems, as much as people are trying to fix the system, it is not actually changing. But when I sit down and I ask myself as a parent, Mm -hmm. what is missing? I believe what is missing is that People do not have a sense of identity because they do not see themselves in daily life. Mm. If you saw black brilliance all day from the time you woke up to the time you went to sleep and every day in math class, in English, someone is reminding you, not just in high school, starting from the first day of school, your whole lived experience in the educational system, you are affirmed. The only option for you is excellence. Mm -hmm. That becomes the norm. And I am hoping that mahogany pen can allow people to share their stories so that we can become the norm of what we see, hear and read in literature. Brandy. Listen, I got
0: got goosebumps over here. Like, I just think about I think about growing up and how I wish I saw that. Like, like I saw it like at home. I saw it when I got to school. I feel like there were pockets of it, but it wasn't like what you just described, like all day, every day. This is what you see. And then you're like, okay, I definitely know I can do this. Like, it's it's not even a. It's not even an afterthought. It's like, that's the thing that You're you're supposed to do so. Let, let's get into mahogany pen because i want the people to know all about um, mahogany pen publishing but also how you got into this space like what prompted you to just like venture out and start this incredible um incredible organization uh this venture
1: um when i think about the growth or the start of this um i think it was always in the works and I, maybe I just didn't even know that God was providing me the tools throughout my life. Um, I grew up in the church. My grandma raised me when my mom passed away. Um, I was nine and my grandma just really, she just made sure she, my grandma was the grandma who we was at church all day. When you, if you was going to church, you was going to church from the start of the day to the end of the day Mm -hmm. through the day. And in that moment, I recognized the community that I had within the church, like even on the weekends when it came to doing things. um, And that created this sense of community for me. Um, And I did not realize how until later hindsight, how that was the foundation um, to keep me grounded Mm -hmm. in who I am now Um, throughout my career as an educator. Like I was saying before, I've just seen many things. And the thing that I saw most is that we did not set children of color up to be as successful as they could be. And it wasn't just because of the specific school. It's bigger than the school. It is, I've worked all over the world and it is clear Um, from state to state and country to country that black and brown um, children are not always affirmed Mm -hmm. at a young age. And we use so much negative and harsh language to um, engage with them. And we don't give the opportunity of true healing because we don't want to talk about trauma because we believe that talking about it is making it worse. So as a result of just that, of living, and becoming an educator and having that. Um, When I think about the start of Mahogany Pin during COVID, I just kind of sat down um, after losing many people and just kind of was thinking through, what am I doing that if I die tomorrow, if tomorrow is my last day? My true impact that I wanna have is to make sure that my community knows that we are here we are seen we mm-hmm. are brilliant we are black we are brown we are light we are dark like we are all the things that people try to take away from us um so mahogany pen was birthed from a necessity um you all watched George Floyd um wow you all watched George Floyd murdered and we watched it over and over and over and it took something away from me. It took a sense of security. It took a sense of life, um, of purpose. And I asked myself I'm watching what is happening. How are they going to tell this story? Years from now, how will my children know about what happened? And in that moment, I knew that I had to be a part of the change. Mm. I can't keep looking for people to share the narratives that I want. And then I remembered my grandmother. She shared the narratives of Black people with us through stories, through church. So Mahogany Pen is birthed as a source of healing for our community through making sure that our literature can change the narrative. There Why? Our stories matter. And I think Black, Indigenous, people of color Um, I was asked, why did you use black indigenous people of color BIPOC instead of just saying black? I, me personally, I said that because I have been all over the world and every place that I have been, been to 33 countries now, 33 countries at 32 years old. And I say that to say everywhere that people wanted me to be afraid, my people loved me. Mm -hmm. Black people do not scare me. Mm -hmm. I am not scared of my own. And because of that, I want people to know that regardless if you're in America, you're in Africa, you're Mm -hmm. in South America, Mahogany Pen is a place for you to share your story. It is a place for you to come for traditional publishing. It is a place to come for assisted self-publishing and also legacy. Thank you for sharing. I just I feel like there's so
0: many so many things (laughs) in what you just shared. Um, And I think something that I like pulled from that and highlighted on my little paper um, was healing and just like having this space to just tell your story and to heal, to get it out. You know, it it makes me think of when I was little, I used to journal and Mm -hmm. then, you know, I would journal and then I get it out and it's like, okay. I'm not telling a person, I'm telling this, this notebook that's going to sit in this desk. Like, I'm going to just tell that. And then it's like, whoo! I feel light. And so like you just saying healing takes me back to like that writing that I did in my journal, even if it was just like some scribbles and stuff, but I was able to get it out, um, and tell my story, not how someone else saw it, but yeah. So thank you for that. Thank you for creating Mahogany Pen Cause I simply wrote healing and then it just surfaced all of these things, you know, based off of what you shared.
1: It's super exciting what we're doing. And I think Mm -hmm. for me on this journey, so we offer, like I said, those three things, but most importantly, they all are very different for Mm -hmm. our community. They offer something different. So with traditional publishing, we're currently working on the first textbook ever created by educators of color that share our history from our narrative. So we are making sure that that book, and I do not like to use the word textbook because it makes it feel like it's just for a school. Mm -hmm. But I want this book to be something that is in your homes, that is something in the libraries, that is at the community centers, that's at the Boys and Girls Club, Mm -hmm. it's at the coffee shop. So this, I feel that saying a textbook is not even inclusive enough for what it will offer, but it will share history and literacy together um, in a space for our targeted audience is middle and high school students and really teach them about the etymology of words and what does that look like and feel like and how does that connect back to who we are and our history. Um, It has been exciting to talk to students during this process as well to get their feedback of what they want. Mm-hmm. what they want to feel. So we're working on that on the traditional side. And it is such an amazing um, feeling, but also uncomfortable, right? Because yeah. people want to know what is traditional publishing actually mean, right? Mm-hmm. What that actually means is that the publisher finances the project for whatever the project is. And oftentimes you'll notice the author um, in our case, our educators are getting paid a stipend. So with that, I have learned a lot about just incorporations and uh, equity, um, crowdfunding, and just what does just things that I did not know mm-hmm. in this. And having a mentor has truly helped with um, working towards that vision. So we are working towards a financial capital on this actual project and what that looks like. So please just check out our website, um, just listen and here we'll have tons of projects to really lay out the um, framework for that. Um, We also offer assisted Mm self-publishing. We call it ASPIRE, our ASPIRE program. And what this allows for the community to come in to bring your manuscript and we will take you from the paper to the table. And, um, I'm super excited. We have, we are booked for the next four seasons of authors. So please know that we are super busy and I'm grateful for our community. Um, what's what's a season really quickly. What's a season. Oh, great question. So a season, I try to release the books in season. So right now season one is in the fall. Hmm. So you'll see a few books that will be released this fall up until January. We'll have books that are released. Um, And then I will be in the interim when we are not doing that. That's when we do our community work and workshops. Our second season is coming out in the spring. So then we have another fall season that we're already booked for and another spring season that we're already booked for. So that's just a blessing in itself. But through this process, on what I have learned with helping authors bring their dreams to fruition, everyone needs something different. Mm -hmm. What I am doing with one client is not what I'm doing with another client. And even though we offer um, packages to meet your needs, even within those packages, we curate it for the author. Mm -hmm. I have one author who needs a ghostwriter she's too busy. She, she has great ideas. She's, but we have someone helping with that. I have someone who their manuscript was ready and our editors were able to dive right in. I have youth writers. They're so sweet and Mm -hmm. innocent and we are developing their ideas, their stories, um, and teaching them the flow of what a story should feel like. So with assisted self-publishing, you own all the rights. With assisted self-publishing, we are just providing a service. You pay for a fee and then you own all the rights. You receive all the royalties from this book, which is the largest difference when it comes to traditional publishing and assisted self-publishing. Who gets paid? Everybody want to know who (laughs) gets paid at the end? With assisted self-publishing, I set you up for success with making sure that you have the tools to market your business, uh, market your book, um, but it belongs to you. Okay, that's good to know
0: because I was gonna ask about publishing. I feel like I've heard of publishing companies, but I wasn't sure of like all the specificity that you just provided. So thank you for sharing that. And um, Yeah, I want to get to you started to talk about some of the things you learned. I want to get to that. But before we do, let's celebrate. So I would love to just celebrate, you know, a couple things that have happened um, with mahogany pen that you just want to like put out in the atmosphere and just celebrate. Also, if there are some baddies um, that you want to celebrate who have like helped you along this journey, let's just Let's just pause and celebrate right now. I wish I had a little celebration sound. We're going to use that. So let's celebrate, Brandon. What What you, you want to celebrate, sis?
1: I want to celebrate Mahogany Pen being vulnerable. Mm. And I say that to say our graphic designers, <clears throat> if you check out our website, our graphic designers are community illustrators, which means they have decided to partner with me to give discounts to our community on illustrations. These women, I met them through friends of a friend, through social media, through just engaging in networks. Thank you, thank you. I am forever grateful that someone who did not know me from a can of paint believed in my dream and it just feels great. So I'm grateful for that. I am grateful that we are, um, we did something called Buy Back the Block Published Edition. And this is where we work with um, local schools. And we are now celebrating three authors who will be publishing their book with us. And those are youth, like from our community. There's, come on, like. Um, and I also would like to, um, celebrate just our community initiatives that we have um so what we do is every um, month and when I first started I was doing it every single month um and having events that I give back to the community with our calendar our events this year will be happening between January 15th and March and they will happen during the intercession of our seasons okay so because during the seasons, I'm really busy helping my clients, so I had to readjust. So I'm grateful for all of those who have partnered. Um, some of the events we have had, we had a, a Black man cipher, and this allowed Black men to come together to talk about mental health and change the narrative around that. We have crown her, which works with Black young girls who are business owners under fourteen, mm. and they are sharing their ideas, their hopes, their dreams. They are healing. I have had writing workshops with other um, businesses, and one was just about manifestation. One was just also about writing our stories. What does that look like? Storytelling workshops. Um, so I am grateful for the the progression the progression of the company. Um, you know how when you close your eyes at night, you when you think of baddies with a business and you think about this, you had a vision, right? And mm-hmm. how it is watching it come into fruition. I am grateful to my community. Thank yes. you. I can't. My community that I know and the community that I do not know. Yeah. Or people who will hear this and who will support me i am grateful for you um i am grateful for my ancestors talking to me in the ethers mm-hmm. reminding me to it's okay it's hard since yeah. you got this i am grateful for their tenacity and for them reminding me that we deserve this we deserve to be great and i am just happy
0: you got me over here almost in tears <laughs> that that's amazing. One, I think like the intentionality. Okay. So I go back to that healing piece and that connection, but also the community piece is like, we're here for the community and we have this time set aside. I also think like the community isn't around a certain, you talk about seasons, but it's not a certain season of like, we're going to do this. It's like, no, everything we do is about pouring into the community. So thank you. Brandy, for like the vision, for um, for speaking with me, for sharing your story, for being vulnerable in this moment um, to just I think like oftentimes when we hear someone else being vulnerable, that gives us the permission to do it. And it's not necessarily like, hey, you have permission. It's just like, oh, you did it. I can do it, too, because I find these connections in our stories. So so thank you. Thank you.
1: I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I'm happy that you made me stop and to celebrate. I think that's something as business owners. One thing I'll tell you, people tell you that when you start working on yourself, it's 24 seven. Girl, the hours are all tight. (laughs) So you forget to sometimes just pause and reflect. So thank you um, Mm -hmm. for just reminding me to I am not where I was a year ago and I'm definitely not where I'm going to be in five years. So thank you for that moment.
0: Yes. Anytime. That's why I'm here, sis. That's why I'm here. Um, So we, we celebrate it. And now let's get to some of the things that you have learned on this journey. Um, Like what, what are some of those learnings? I know you talked about like the publishing piece or the contract piece. You you mentioned one thing, but like, are there other things that you have learned that would be helpful to other baddies who may like need that boost of like, Hey, sis, I went through it too. So like, what are some of those things that you've learned or challenges or hurdles?
1: Um, I would say, of course, I've done my research of what it means to publish. I published my own book. I'm an author myself, mm-hmm. but give your permit, give yourself permission to, and I don't want to say the word fail. I want to say to have a hurdle because, um, an example, right now, when I first started, I couldn't afford to pay someone's social media every day, right? So that means I had to get in get in the trenches and learn. And because I want my social media to look a certain way, I had to get in there and start learning about Canva and start learning about different programs that support me. So if I would have become discouraged because someone told me it was $1,000 a month, to do my social media, and I'm like, wait, what? A thousand dollars? And you know, once you start doing it, you right. see why they charge you a thousand dollars, honey. <laughs> I, I I see social media content people. I know your cost. I know your worth. I see why. Um, so I would say just give your yourself permission to have those hurdles. Um, also get a mentor. Um, and get many mentors. And I'm not saying it that you just one mentor, but um, I will shout out just having a mentor has allowed me to see publishing in a different way. Uh, I, I didn't understand some of the nuances that happen. And for example, just like copyrights and trademarks and you can't be an expert at everything. And when you're starting a business, there are things that you don't even know. So I have a list of every time I get into a, what I call a crunch. For example, I realized, geez, I need to have postcards. Okay. Can I make those? Yes. All right. Actually, I realized I didn't trademark this saying that I said, can I do that myself or do I want to do that? No. Okay. Who can I do that? So Having a running list of problem solutions is something that I would recommend to have or that I need or that I also use to be successful because every day you're growing and as you're growing, you're recognizing you can move your business in this direction or you could have done this. Um, Something that I've learned recently is about equity crowdfunding. A part of this required that there are governmental things that you needed to do um, to do like equity crowdfunding. And all that is a big word to say, if you made less than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars community, you could not invest in a startup business. But because of Obama and some initiatives he put in place, it allowed for equity crowdfunding. And that's just a fancy way to say if you make. Uh, less than $250,000. If the business goes through a certain process in licensure, you can be vested in that company or invest in Mm. it. Um, That process, it's very difficult. And uh, so when I originally started, I wanted to put my textbook out right then, like I had the, but then I couldn't take money from this person for 20000 or I couldn't take mm. this because I want to make sure that I'm dotting my I's and crossing my T's. And a mentor made me slow down for traditional publishing to speed up. So right now the application is going to take six to nine months to fully be able to get that in. So I say have a mentor or someone who can recognize the blind spots for whatever your business is because it'll allow you to continue to grow um, in a more um, substantial way.
0: Yeah, those those are good. Okay, so you mentioned the hurdles and Mm -hmm. I like that you changed it to instead of failure is hurdles Mm -hmm. because it is a hurdle, a speed bump, something that you are. Working to get over. It. So thank you for um, that language. Baddies, I hope y'all heard that and wrote it down, sis. Yes. Um, the second one is a mentor or mentors with some S's. I got
1: my
0: But also you said a list of things. So like you have a list of these challenges or problems, and you also have the solutions of like, I can do this, but have something that someone can help you with as well. So uh, that's a really good list. I I really uh I wrote that down for myself as well and I I, I circled it.
1: <laughs> Listen, it will help you because I ain't gonna lie, I probably got like a hundred things on there, but it allows what you want to outsource um and what you what you can outsource in terms of like uh I'm just gonna drop this out there. you yeah, should use like the services. I know some people use, use a hire.com, different websites that allow you to hire freedom. Um, it is very helpful for a small business because you can get things um, in a timely manner, but you can also get them done at a more affordable cost based on your own budget. It helps as well. Yes.
0: Oh, hire.com. Yeah. Also do your research so you can find all these things and some freelancers. Um, what. Hmm. It's freelancer.com. Oh, freelancer.com. Okay, freelancer.com. So you can find those freelancers um, to help you with those hurdles that you have coming your way or you may have coming your way. Um, I was gonna ask another question, but I'm gonna go pivot to this other one because I felt like you were gonna, you were getting there a few minutes ago. So where do you aspire to be in the next two to three years? And how can the community help you get there?
1: When I think about where I, next two to three years. Um, I think that in the next two to three years, my goal is to one, um you national know, publishing is flowing. And that means that by then we have released one because the production time, so released our textbook and that we're marketing that um, in an effective way. I hope that I'm continuing to just help my community through the assisted self-publishing and having ongoing clients um, and people who want to come into the family to publish their own book. Um, And next year we're fully um, releasing our legacy projects and what legacy projects are. I know you have lost someone or know someone who has had COVID. We have lost a total of 13 people this year. It has been a trying year. And losing my grandfather, he did not die of COVID. He just passed away. of He was eighty eight. And legacy project allows you to record from your from your elders and your family into books, so that we can make sure our legacy is not lost. We recognize that African American legacy is often oral tradition, and Cannot be saved if it is only oral. So we will. You can look forward to that as well. Those three components, as well as anything related to community outreach and ongoing programs, is something you can find. Um, and following us on social media and on our website will allow you to stay up to date to what's happening with the company.
0: Yes. So baddies and community, let show some love and support and get behind Mahogany Pen Publishing to help them get there and not even two to three years, in the next year, because we want to buy this textbook. Uh, we want to have it everywhere we can. So definitely um, show some support. Where can we find you on social media and also your website? Um, and also if there's other things that you're doing as well that you want to share about, um, here's a chance to, to plug those as well.
1: All right. So you can follow us on social media at mahoganypin.publishing on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, I am personally more on Instagram, Facebook. I'm learning you, but we're not connected <laughs> like that. We're not. So if you need me, definitely Instagram. Um, our email address is publishing at gmail.com. Our website is mahoganypinpublishing.com. You can also feel free to email us on there. We have a support um, that you can just click right there and send us a message if you would like to tap into us. Um, I also want to let you know that we are releasing for season one some amazing books coming out. Um, Loving Eve by this um, Brittany E. Johnson was released on October 23rd. So that's definitely going to be a hit. You can find that on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Um, if you're in the Philly area, we're going to be having a book signing coming up later in the fall at a local bookstore. So that would be great. We also have a vampire novel coming out. So that's oh. great. And it's, a yo. Oh, when I say it's so dope, I'm trying not to cite y'all, but when I say it's so great, like this black man is whoop. He's setting him. so definitely excited about that as well as um, some children's books coming out this fall so make sure you have the opportunity to tap in and as always a woman of many trades um I also have another company with my come partner come through yes so um my wife is just an amazing person and we had the opportunity to team my wife yeah she's gonna correct me y'all when she hear this she' like I your say. Ain't we married It's COVID. <laughs> but we started a company called Entertaining and Elevating with Cannabis, and we offer fine dining experiences, um, to, like, really elevate and to educate and conversate with our community, and really to break down some of the barriers and the stigmatisms that are there about cannabis, CBD, and hemp. So feel free to follow us as well on Instagram. Um, Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for sharing those. I'm going to include um, all of your social media, all the things you do, all the hats you wear, Brandy. I'm going to include all of those in the description of this episode because we want to support you in whatever work you're doing. You and your wifey. Yes, I said it, wifey. Both of y'all. Okay, we're going to support both of y'all. So in closing, Brandy, you said you grew up in a church, so you know about a benediction. So something I like to close out with is a baddie benediction. So it's not necessarily a prayer. It could be a prayer. It could be a quote, but just like, what do you want to leave the baddies with um, as a closing note to this episode?
1: So I'm going to share this quote by Toni Morrison. This is like a quote that I live by. When you get these jobs that you have been so brilliantly trained for, just remember that your real job is that if you are free, you need to free somebody else. If you have power, then your job is to empower someone else. I'm going to just leave you all with that and use that to guide you.
0: Thank you for taking some time out of your day to listen to another episode of the Baddies of Business podcast. Head on over to the description of this episode and check out the information from the baddie. If you are interested in supporting Baddies with Business, we have a Patreon page, Cash App, PayPal, all the things. If you want to know more about becoming a baddie or you want to recommend a baddie, head on over to my website, baddieswithbusiness.com, or you can email me at baddieswithbusiness at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you soon, and I'll talk to you next episode.